Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you are here with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are so thankful to have you here today. Considering it's Thanksgiving, look at you. (laughs) I know. Can you believe it? The whole year has just flown by. It it has went by so fast, so incredibly fast. How are you? Good, good. Enjoying this not winter weather. It's like so beautiful. Fall. I think today is actually our last really nice day though. And then it gets bitter cold. Yeah, it's been pretty cold the last two days. But other than that, we have been exceptionally warm as well to the point where I'm ready for sweater weather. Sweater weather. I also am like the my anxious mind is like, are we going to get snow? Are we going to get rain? Is it going to get? We are so dry. So dry. Um, We had to turn our pivots back on on wheat just to get it to not die. Yeah. I mean, it's like turning gray. It's already trying to die. Yeah, you know, things are going to be pretty cool here. 54 tomorrow, um, but the rest is in the low 40s. So we're, we're getting we're getting winter-like. So winter it's like a fall. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to a, which I think we've talked about this, Brian Bledsoe. Have you listened to him before? Uh-uh. Okay, you were talking about maybe a nutrient um, meteorologist that they have come on. Yes, about. and if I could think of his name, I will tell you. Give me a I minute. I was thinking it was him, but so Brian Bledsoe, we um crop insurance with producer ag and we get him once a month to like hear our weather outlook. And he said El Nino. Is that right or is it El Nino? El Nino. That's a great question. Um that's a great question. Uh, the guy's name is Eric Snodgrass. That's who Okay, we, that's right. That's who we listen to. Yeah, and so he was predicting our weather and he said actually it looks like we're supposed to get good snow. And if we do get good snow, then our soil could possibly hold on until June. But after that, it is bleak. <laughs> and then the El Nino is over. And I'm like, perfect. Awesome. So plant, that's what I told Bart. I'm like, so plant a fall crop because it's going to be a hopefully wet spring, but then it's going to be trash in the summer. <laughs> what a time. Hot. What a time. When it's just stupid hot. Yeah, I haven't even looked at anything. I don't want to. Last, last couple of times when we looked at it this time of year, it was wrong. Um, it wasn't wrong, but it wasn't incredibly right either. And I know like they can't even predict weather up to like 48 hours ahead of time. They're doing the best they can with what they have. So no judgment, no hard feelings, but it's just just frustrating. It got me like excited for, I think it was two years ago. And it was, I was so excited for a drier spring because we had been spring wet, 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 wet. And then it was wet. So, um, last year though, it was very dry and then it continued to be dry and we are just dry. It is yeah. depressing. So we drove through the gravel. Everything's dusty. And we don't even dirt. have dirt on our roads anymore. It's like cement. It's like solid. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and sloppy when it does finally rain. Yeah. Um, everything's good here. We are still busy, busy. We are going to over the holiday weekend, we are going to fix up our tractor for the Christmas parade, which is in a couple weekends. I know you guys are doing the same thing. Yep. We decided this year, instead of the 83, 83.20, that's great. I don't even know. So that's how uh, I think that's 83.20 RX. No, I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're putting in a quad, one of our big quads this year. So that should be fun. Yeah, that will be fun. We're going to do all our side silage equipment. So, uh, so fun. It is our, fun. I like doing that. Jordan would love to put multiple in, but I'm like drawing a hard line because we're the ones who do it. It's just us. 
which it's just you guys too, but still it just the, to the detail that we put on one tractor. I'm like, no, we're not doing two. Yeah. Yours was for real though. Ours were not that intricate, but all of our guys like to take their kids. And so we're going to take multiple. Yeah. That's so fun. Multiple people. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, other than that, we just have holidays. What do you guys have planned? Do you have lots of Thanksgivings? I've talked to a, look, before you answer that, I've talked to a few people and their answers are, are either, oh, we just have one on Thanksgiving or we have five. You right. Know, Same with like Christmas. So many. It, it really is. Um. So Thanksgiving is actually a really big deal for Bart's side because that's when all of his dad's sisters come back. Hmm. But I have had to, I almost feel like a rip, but I've had to draw some boundaries with Letty because I'm so scared of getting RSV mm-hmm. that I responded in the group text and said I didn't think we were coming to any of it. So I guess we'll see how my feelings get tomorrow. But as far as I'm concerned right now, I don't think we're going. And it is only to protect her. It is not because we don't want to be there. What about Bart? Is he just going to go without you guys? No, he's like, I won't go either. Just because they come from everywhere. So it's new germs from other parts of the state and another state. And it's just, I don't I don't want new germs. My, my boob milk is doing its job with what our kids are bringing home already. And so. Right. Just anxious. Yeah. I do not want to be back in the hospital. Will you go back? Will you go up to see your parents? Nope, we're not going to any. Oh man, that's hard. That's a hard time. It is hard. We did that when it was during COVID and Rowan, I was pregnant and all those like really scary things were happening with pregnant women. And I, I think we also had sick kids, but we didn't go to his family Christmas. It's hard, but it was so hard. I got to protect her. And I mean, I don't want to send everyone else in my family to go be around. I mean, that's pointless. Yeah. Are you going to, I'll just bring it home. Are you going to participate in Christmas? You think she'll be big enough then? Yeah, I think we will. I'll feel more comfortable then. I mean, she's still only a month. I just don't. Right. She should have only just been out of my belly like two weeks ago. Right. Right. No judgment. I think that's, I think you got to do what's best for you for sure. Um, We have just one this year. Thanksgiving's that holiday where we always trade off um, because everybody participates on Thanksgiving. And so our all of our Christmases we we have a lot of Christmases and we always make them work yeah we so do we the same everybody's but Thanksgiving is that one day where it's the holiday itself and then the rest of the weekend is for whatever so we don't have much going on I almost always go shopping like on Saturday or Sunday and I don't have that even planned this year it's just Thanksgiving tomorrow at Jordan's side and then we're going to do tra- tractor decorating and we're going to we're going to decorate our- Christmas tomorrow <gasps> That's exciting. I love that. We are almost done. I'm going to put up my railing decorations today. The worst part is digging it out of my storage room, which is a mess. Yeah, I would agree. It's daunting. Rhett, I went on a trip last week and I had mentioned to Rhett that we would would put Christmas decorations up when I got back. And I meant over the weekend. You wanted it immediately night that I arrived home. So after school, he gets in the car first thing. Hey mom, can we put up Christmas decorations tonight? And I'm like, yeah, Uh, my brain's not ready to do that. (laughs) So at 7 PM, we have just Christmas stuff vomited all over the living room. I was, I looked at Jordan. I said, I'm going to go put Rowan to bed and I want all this cleaned up. (laughs) I had already cleaned most of it up. In, for for the record, but I'm like, just stuff everything back in these totes. And I even went through my Christmas stuff this year. So if you haven't put your Christmas stuff up yet, and there's stuff that you just keep packing back in that tub, get rid of it. There was oh. 
so much stuff that I had never used for five or six or 10 years. And I still just kept, kept it. No, nobody wants it back. None of your parents are going to care if you get rid of something that they gifted you because they didn't want it. No, get rid of it. I'm the same way. And I actually kind of went through, I haven't decorated yet because I kind of went through stuff and I'm just thinking, I want to switch my vibe a little. Mm -hmm. So I ordered a few new things and I'm just trying to hold out till they get here. Yep. Yep. Get rid of it. It is so worth it. It's just like any other collect things that are collecting that just take up space. Now I'm able to condense a lot of my Christmas stuff down into like two tubs versus three. And so, yeah, it's exciting. I love Christmas time specifically, obviously all about Jesus and things like that, but Christmas lights, oh, glorious. Mm -hmm. The twinkle. Mm -hmm. I love to wake up and they're already on because we have everything on timers and then I go to bed and they're still on. It's just so warm and cozy. I know I'm going to be breastfeeding in the middle that are pumping and feeding in the middle of the night. So I'm going to like the twinkle. Mm-hmm. That's tomorrow for you, girl. Yep. 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 Okay. Just speaking of thankful, we just wanted to visit the idea of being grateful for even more, or even just bringing awareness to things that we are grateful for. Right. So our kids had to do this at school and I posted it on my Facebook, like for our family to see, but Bodie's was so good. It was so detailed for a 10 year old. It wasn't like yeah thankful for my family. You know, like everybody's thankful for their family, right? But why are you thankful for your family? And he had, he was thankful for Jesus that he died on the cross for his sins. And I'm just thinking, way to go, bud. Cause at 10, Uh at 10, I don't think that I was thankful for the same things and thankful for his farm, his family's farm, because that we have a good life. And I'm just thinking, way to go, man. Right. So what's some of yours? So we do this, I listened to this podcast, uh, Cameron Bure podcast, which is the bomb, by the way. Mm-hmm. And she has a new guest every season. And this season, her name's Bianca, I think. And it's been amazing. But she does, I don't remember how she words it, but it's like grateful, you're grateful eight, great and eight. She makes her family do great and eight every day. And so I think that's fun. It's It's sometimes hard to think of eight different things every day. I agree. Which is, I, I have trouble in journaling just coming up with like three or four sometimes that isn't the same thing just because I'm so narrow-minded in that way. Okay, well, right. I'm grateful for my family and my friends and my house and food and my body and all these things. Okay, there's five. I came up with it, but then what do I write tomorrow? Right. And those are such like givens, I feel like. I agree. I agree. But also just a great reminder for us who forget often, like I am thankful for my body. And that it can move and work out and take care of my kids. Um, I was looking here. What I made this like little reflection journal and I had some prompts. I'm really grateful. All the basic things, right? I'm not going to not say my family, my friends, all of those things. Okay. We, those are given. Thank you. Very, very thankful for those. Mm-hmm. I am thankful this year for therapy, which we all know we've all been there and you've, you've been here with me as I've gone through therapy, but like the ability to be so self-aware. Mm-hmm. Cause how many years of life did you go without that? Zero. And I think that I, while I am outwardly very confident, I do have some self-worth issues that I think stems from like perfectionism, um, and being an only child and like that constant pressure of me, me putting pressure on myself Um, and I am just so aware of it now and it's so life-giving. It doesn't mean that it's fixed or it's better or it's perfect yet, 
but just recognizing like, oh, hey, you don't have to be so hard on yourself for this. Right. Oh, hey, you are actually doing a lot. Oh, hey, you're doing a good job. All of those things, just, just having the awareness is such a gift. And if you don't have self-awareness right now, I don't know. We'll figure it out together. I'll help you we'll, we, somehow. And it's probably never going to be perfect, but it won't. It at won't. least you're trying, you're moving forward with it. Oh my gosh. So, so much. Okay. What's yours? I know I was thinking about this laying in bed last night. I am very thankful. I don't know the word. It's got to do with my faith, but I'm thankful for, I guess, trying to learn more in my faith or like the, the, the continued yearn. education. Yeah. Like my yearn to learn more. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody knows that my mentor is Jen Stutzman and just trying to learn more things from her. Like our kids have learned about the fall of Satan which I didn't know that till I was 30. Okay. That Satan was an angel. Didn't know that. My kids mm-hmm. taught me that from youth group. <laughs> awesome. And so we're kind of digging into that and it's just, it's wild to me, but that, and then, um, opportunity, I was thinking of a word. I think opportunity is a big one for me, like opportunity to have the freedom, somewhat of freedom with my air quotes of social media, because I wouldn't know you and I wouldn't know mm-hmm. so many of my really good friends without the opportunity to be able to post freely on social media mm-hmm. or the opportunities we get in farming or the opportunities to be a stay at home mom. And just, there's so many things that opportunity fits in my grateful cup. Oh my gosh. So much. So, and I just think it's more even internal of things that we can obviously be so grateful for the outward things, but just think, I think take a minute and think about internally even just looking over your last year, what are those growth things? What are those things that were uncomfortable that you accomplished? Again, I'll repeat this till I'm blue in the face. Everything happens for a reason. And I'm firmly believe in God's timing and everything. And while it is hard as hell, when you're in the midst of it, you come on the other side and it's so clear why it had to happen that way. And I just want you to take a second as you're listening to this, or after this, take your journal time, whatever it is, and just think what's something that I had to grow through this year that was hard that you can look at the other side or that you're even going through right now. And you recognize this is hard. Maybe it's motherhood. Maybe it's harvest. Maybe it's farming. Um, But you will come out the other side, no matter how hard it feels. And how can we perspective shift just a little bit? So I heard someone say once, and I don't remember who it was. I wish I could quote it so that I'd give them props, <laughs> but um, it, it was, they were calling out the saying, God won't give you more than you can handle. And they're like, that's not true. It does not say that in the Bible ever. It says that God does not save us from suffering, but he is always there in the midst of the hard. And I, I think it's so easy to forget when it's in the hard. I distinctly remember when I was on that plane with Rowdy. And we were flying to Denver after he fell. Like, uh-huh. where wow. are you? Where are you, God? Why Why is this happening? And Jen made me ask myself a year later after I had been an orphan spirit and was like going through so much with that. She said, can you look back and do you feel like he was actually there? And I said, I remember feeling a calm come over me and just thinking, we're going to get through this. It is what it is. And she said, do you feel like his hands were on your shoulders then? And I'm like, I actually can picture that. But when it's when it, mm-hmm. you're in the middle of the hard, you don't remember that. You don't feel that. 
So I think what I'm trying to say today is I hope that if you're in the middle of something really hard, especially going to the holidays, there's so much grief that can come with that, mm-hmm. that, that God is right beside you, even though you may not feel it. I promise he's there. And he, he is bringing you through some of the suffering to bring you some hope and growth and he loves you. Mm-hmm. And I think that you should turn to him, even if it's really hard right now, which is so hard to remember. Yeah, it's so hard, especially when you're like I to to relate, and I promise we'll be quick because we wanted this just to be a nice little nugget in your ears. But I mothering is hard for me right now. I think it's not that I'm not. It's not that I'm not like thriving. That there's like a lack of interest that I don't want to do it. Specifically with our oldest, we butt heads a lot, and I didn't ever have to have. I was, didn't have any siblings that were around. And so it's all just very new territory for me and I'm having to understand. And so just thinking about this morning, I was just ragey and not patient. And so I'm going to try to do a reset and I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. No, but and you, and you hundred percent are not alone. I've felt that so much lately, which I think it's, I just need 10 minutes. Yeah. You talk to, you talk to other moms and their kids are fighting. Their kids are not listening. It's all just a part of motherhood. I think. Like I distinctly remember my mom having to repeat things or if you don't clean your room, like, you know, just, it's just a mom thing that you have to, you have to go through and it is freaking hard. I'm dealing with the same same thing and the guilt, oh, the guilt, but that is not from God. That is, that is Satan trying to make us question that we're doing a good job. Yeah. Yep. Don't let the comparison game get in your head either. And at the end of the day, those kids love us so hard, no matter what. Even if we have to apologize, which I have to do often. Me too. Supposedly, the apology is more important than the actual act itself. Like in- interaction, the negative interaction. I don't know if that's true or not, but I would say definitely the act of apolo- apologizing is is very important. I don't know if it totally etches out the act of yelling or spanking or being angry. But I do think showing them that we also as adults are wrong sometimes is important. Yeah, for sure. Okay. You got a quote? I do. And Laddie's starting to wake up. So perfect timing. Amazing. Um, God's preparing you in the smaller assignments right now, but it will be saving you in the bigger assignments to come. Ooh, I love that. Okay. So that's happy, it. Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. We love y'all. We hope y'all have a great holiday and we will see you next time. See ya later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at Kylie Epperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.